Welcome to issue 137 of Critical Encounters, a podcast about Marvel Champions, a living card game by Fantasy Flight Games. Here, we take a good look at the most critical piece of the game, the encounter sets. We'll discuss those poorly understood characters, unfairly labeled villains, and their various plans to shape humanity and benefit the planet, as well as those so-called heroes' intent on thwarting them. I'm one of your hosts, Steve, and joining me tonight is Daniel. Hello, Daniel. Hey! How are you? Good. How are you doing? I'm a little nervous tonight. Uh-oh. Uh, Mike. Mike, you're here. <laughs> Why is Daniel nervous, Mike? Hey, La. Hey, La, Steve. Hey, La, hey, Daniel. Uh, hey, La. Do you mean, do you mean hello, hey, La. Mike? Hey, La. Why are you saying, oh, are you oh, saying oh, hey, La, oh. De La? What Listen is this, that guys. I've got this. I, I wrote a new song. You're going to love it. It goes low key. Low, 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 low key. Yeah? Oh. Yeah? Yeah? Mike, that sounds familiar. I feel like I feel like we've you've written that already. Oh, we've done that. Oh shoot! Huh? Shoot! Uh, shouldn't have spent all day but, on that one. Well, no, you probably shouldn't have. No, but you're right. That I mean, it, it could be a song. Okay. It hey. could be a song about Loki. Okay, let's try this again then. Okay. Daniel. Yeah. What's on your mind tonight? You saved the day, then he came around, and took his rightful place. And when you wouldn't bow down to him. He did things that weren't very nice. Loki's back. He's causing lots of trouble. Taylor, Loki's back. You better think fast, cause he's conjured up a double. Taylor, Taylor, Loki's back. He's now the king of Asgard. Odin got pawned. Hela, Hela, Loki's back. They got him chained up in the fortress of Nistrón. Hela, Hela, Loki's back. Hey, the staff keeping crown. Oh yeah, he's mowing heroes. Down, he's worked this scheme all oh, for such a long time. Ayla, Ayla, Loki's back. Now he's king, and it's his turn to shine. Ayla, Ayla, Loki's back. And if you think you got him licked, you're under a delusion. Ayla. Taylor, Loki's back. Now you drop kick, merely glanced off an illusion. Taylor, Loki's back. Oh, he's gonna be a bother. Hell yeah, one way or another. Couldn't you see? He's more than just a misfit, he's the final boss He's got the stones to prove it Infinity Loki's back He's stealing up the whole show Taylor Loki's back Spoiler alert, he was the Mad Titan Shadow Taylor 
Loki's back. Loki's back, la 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 la, Loki's back, with godlike stamina, Loki's back. How many forms does he have? He's an almighty entity with devious sorcery, yeah, 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 Loki's back. back now know that he's the coolest Halo Halo Loki's back Oh look he's brought along Enchantress Halo Halo Loki's back Halo Halo He's back. That was amazing. That was amazing. <laughs> well done, Daniel. Well done, Michael. Well done. Uh, you know, that... I'm just the Elton John to <laughs> Mike's <laughs> Bernie Toppin. Is that his name? That's his name, right? Uh, I, I don't I know. Think so. I think that's right. Yeah. Um, I merely, I merely channel the gifts that Mike brings. Oh my gosh, I am very sorry, Daniel. I, I deeply apologize. Uh, it started off as a joke, like that song had to make it in there somehow, and it just worked. Well, and then I was listening to this thing on repeat, and I realized how bad a song it is. <laughs> sorry, not yours, the original. And uh, <laughs> I was oh, like, wow. "Oh, Daniel, Daniel's gonna hate me," <laughs> but. But the reason you thought of that song in particular is for, you know, deeply personal historical reasons for me. So I'm yep. grateful. Yeah. Um, so one day, maybe listeners will, will delve into the history of why. My boyfriend's back and you're gonna be in trouble. My boyfriend's back. <laughs> You're gonna be in trouble. Was the was the uh, and, and some of you might not even notice that was the one. Steve, you said your kid didn't even realize that was the. That's the true. Anchor, that's true. The anchor oh. text of that song. Yeah. Wow. Um, but yeah. I, um, thematically, it fits perfectly with the the scenario we're gonna talk about tonight too, because Loki does come back. So over yeah, and over. That's true. Yes. And each time, you're gonna be in trouble. Oh. Okay. You know what? You know what I love about this. Like, you know that that old trope of, like, the artistic ego? You're like, no, no, don't change my vision. Both of us were practically falling over ourselves to, like, no, no, don't, don't touch your vision. Your vision's great. Because <laughs> 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 you're like, because I wrote the lyrics to, like, so carefully match the original. And you're like, oh, I hope I didn't mess it up too much by, by changing the, the tune. I was like, yes, you changed the tune. Thank God. <laughs> no, don't change it. Yours is way better. I, I didn't change the tune. I just cut it to like quarter time. <laughs> oh, you changed a few of the just the way things are sung. And I thought, yeah. it, I thought it was for the better. Was, I learned, I, I realized early on, there's no way I could play it at the speed of the original. Because I don't have two backup singer girls. You're right. 
And yeah, I, I didn't do that. You just can't <laughs> keep up with it if you're doing it that way. Yeah. Um, okay. I, here's, here's a pop quiz for you all. Oh. How long was my boyfriend's back number one on the Billboard Hot 100? I'm hoping 13 minutes at most. <laughs> I'm going to say, uh, what year did it come out? Do we know? Uh, 63. Oh, I'm going to say like seven weeks. Wow. Wow. Uh, Daniel's actually closer. It's three weeks. <laughs> three <laughs> weeks. Okay. I needed to know the uh, the decade that it came out. So yeah, yeah, yeah. You had the right unit at the end. Yeah. <laughs> well, listeners are going to be able to go to our YouTube channel and find the single of that, so that you can uh, have it without all this banter at the front and back of it. So. Yeah. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> We're putting together an album. Zola, Loki. Oh, goodness. Uh, we just need yeah, other four-letter villains. So We could have an album pretty soon. That's true. Yeah. yeah. But what are we really here for, Steve? Uh, well, we're here to talk about the Loki scenario out of the Mad Titan mm. Shadows box. He's back, Loki. He's back. Uh, we did talk about Loki once before as a Nemesis minion, but we're going to just talk about Loki in general. And Daniel, since he is a Norse mm. mythological character... Yes. You're out. You're up. So. Oh, well. So, I'm excited to talk about Loki. Uh the real Loki, the one of the myths. Um and we've we've mentioned this cat numbers of times on our on our show. He's the ultimate villain. Um so I guess I just want to give little blurbs about his real life um and not say much about him in Marvel, which our guest way back in the day, the Thor Nemesis did a great job with. Um, and it was Tommy, right, Steve? Tommy of Titan from Tommy, yeah. the Side Scheme podcast. Mm, um, it was great. They haven't put out anything recently, but Banana Crap Shoe is still out there in the uh, mm. community. So, uh, yeah. So, yeah. So where I want to start with Loki, and I think is important to the story, is his relationship to Odin. And that is the fact that they are blood brothers. And we all know what that means and get a sense of what that means. Um, and it's never shown in the myth cycle, but it is referred to near the very end. And I think the importance of Odin and Loki being blood brothers has to do with the idea that myth oftentimes works in sort of cycles of opposition or dualities. So one of my favorite myth scholars is a guy named Claude Levi-Strauss. And he was all about, look, we define our existence in our life and we shape our stories around this idea of opposites and and dualities. Good, evil, light, dark, all those things. And so if we think about Loki and Odin as being the duality that defines the Norse myth cycle from its beginning times to its end in Ragnarok, those two are perfect in that they are opposites. Odin Odin represents law, order. Um, direction, positivity, whereas Loki is a representative more of more of chaos, of change. Now, you guys have heard of the idea of the trickster god or the mischief maker, things like that, right? Like that's sure. a yeah. common oh, yeah. trope in myth. All myths have it. Like the West Africans have a Nazi, um, coyote in the Native American myths. Every myth cycle has a trickster god, and they have a job to do, and their job is very important. And Loki fulfills that role in Norse myth incredibly well in that if there were no shakers up of the system, 
everything would be stayed and stay the same. And it would be kind of a static existence for not only the world of the gods, but the world of people as well. And so these tricksters come along and they rebel or they, they mess with stuff in a little way and they make change. And that's their job is to change things. Loki is not always a bringer of chaos. Or I should say, really, he's not always a bringer of evil. Um, he's often it's mostly chaos. But what he does is he moves Asgard and the Asgardian gods and the Asir out of the, their sort of mundane existence of dealing with who they are. He's the one who um, makes things happen in the myths. And without Loki, um, the Norse myth cycle would not really be a story. And that's another thing I should say. Like the Norse myths, unlike most myth systems, are actually kind of chronolog chronologically arranged and like tell a narrative throughout. Some of the stories are kind of out there and over here and over there. But for the most part, there's a beginning to these stories, very standard sort of here's how the world was created, here's what the cosmos looked like. And then you move on to um, the end of the world, which is unusual for myth cycles. The Mayans did it a little bit in their cycles of, of the end of the world and the rebirth of it. Uh, so Loki, as a character, allows allows us to understand how oppositions work in our lives and how we need that agent of change to kind of wake us up. Um, so what are some Loki stories that you guys know? I'm going to throw it back at you guys. Oh, no. Uh, I know that at one point he has intercourse with a horse. Yeah, let's talk about that. So that's a yeah. very early, that is a very early Sorry. Uh, one of the myths. It's like uh, the building of Asgard's wall is the name of that myth. Um, and this is, so it's, it's already been established that, who, you know, who the gods are, who the goddesses are, what their roles are, what their jobs are. And it's also already been established that Loki is an outsider. Um, he is not a god. And that's one of the things that people sort of don't think about it. They forget he's a giant. And so the fact that he is in Asgard at all and is a blood brother of Odin is, in, is important because that's the thing that gets him in the door. But no one ever looks at him like an equal. And this... This will come to define why he does what he does, why he is the trickster, why he's a mischief maker, and why ultimately Ragnarok happens, because he has always been not trusted, for good reason, and always excluded. Um, you're not one of us is a message that he hears over and over from the gods from the get-go. We get that Odin did this pact with you, but we don't like you. We don't care about you. You're not us. Um, and so in the early... In the early myths, he tries to sort of make up for that, you know, like that 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 kid on the outside just trying to do what he can to be one of the cool kids. Uh, and then building of Asgard's wall, a giant comes and and you know, like Asgard's wall is broken, it needs to be fixed. A giant comes and says, I can do it in X amount of time. And if I do it in that time, I want the goddess Freya to be mine. And Odin agrees to it, thinking that's an impossible task. And this giant comes with a horse that um, helps him do the work in double time. And the, the gods are freaking out because, like, he's going to do it. The guy's going to complete the wall and and there's nothing they can do. And Freya's like, oh, my God, I have to go be with this giant. And, and Loki saves the day by turning into a female horse and leading the giant's horse off. So you often hear a lot about, I believe one of our guests recently talked about Sleipnir. Yeah. Yes. Um, or that that's called the eight-legged horse. Well, 
So <laughs> Loki ran off with that other horse and was impregnated by it and had Sleipnir. That is one of Loki's children. Um, and But he had to save the day and like Odin, he, he gifts Odin that horse and it's one of his... It's one of his like lasting symbols and legacies is Sleipnir, uh, which allows Odin to move through the universe speedily and like keep his eye on things. Um, so in the early myths, Loki is both messing up and trying to fix it all the time. He like pranks Thor's wife Sif by cutting her hair off like while she's sleeping, and that's a bad idea. He steals the apples of youth from the gods' orchard. Um, kidnaps Edun, whose job is she's the goddess in charge of those, and all the gods start to age, but then it's Loki who fixes it. So this is what he does. He, like, freaks the gods out and then fixes the problem that he started. And so it's a way that he kind of keeps himself important and in, as a part of these gods in their lives. Um, he has a very particular friendship with Thor. So the movies, and I think, and I don't know about the comics so much because I don't know them as well as I know the movies, but the relationship between Thor and Loki in the comics is great. And I, or in the movies rather, is great and speaks to how the myths treat these two. They are like brothers. They are, um, Thor at one point calls Loki evil person, great companion. Hmm. Um, and like loves hanging, <laughs> loves hanging out with them. So, um, Loki's that character. He, without him, there would be no dynamism. There would be nothing necessarily unique or interesting about um, the the Norse myths. In in a way, they 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 sort of seem like other myth cycles in a lot of ways. You can you can do kind of a one for one. Well, you know, this god is like this god. You know, Odin is a Zeus, and you know, Frigg is like Hera. Like you can just do those one for ones. Loki is unlike other trickster gods and because of him the myth cycle is different but there's that resentment that i talked about uh he is always ostracized he's always pushed away and this leads him to um in secret have a giant wife named anger boda and i know we've talked about her right steve mike yes right? i think we talked yeah. about her very recently because we were talking yes. about hell we were talking about hell correct and Hel and Fenrir and Jormungand are the, the children of Loki and Angerboda the giant. So while he has his Asgard life and a wife named Sigyn, who is a fantastic character and just absolutely wonderful in the myths and doesn't get enough um, screen time, as it were, uh, he's got hit that life and he's got the secret life, which is, in a sense, scheming against the gods. He's always scheming against the gods because he wants so desperately to belong with them. Which, you know, ultimately leads to his end, which I think is kind of a beautiful, very human moment about this, this uh, myth cycle. Because he, in his resentment, uh, engineers the death of the god Baldur, um, which is the most beloved of the gods and uh, for, the, the son of Frigg and Odin. And he's he, like the most handsome, right, among the oh, gods? He's just, he's yeah. just, he's just the... The greatest the, thing. Everyone the joy knows. and summer sun, right? Balder. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. And during a, a party, Loki Loki learns that there's like one thing that could ever hurt Balder because Frigg had gone around and like made everything promise not to hurt her son, but she forgot to ask mistletoe or something like that. And <laughs> and right. and at this party, um Loki whispers into 
a guy named Hod's ear who's like Balder's brother, but he's a blind god. He's Hod is blind. He, he hands him a little stick and he's like, look, everyone's just throwing stuff at Balder because they can't hurt him. Throw this at him. Um, and it's a, it's a sprig of mistletoe and it like goes through Balder and it kills him. Wow. And, and everyone, you know, runs Loki out of Dodge. They're pissed at him and he escapes. And this is where, you know, we had talked about like the characters that go back to hell to try to get the loved ones, that motif that exists in all sorts of myth cycles. You know, Heimdall is, is forced to go down to hell to negotiate with hell to get Balder back. And she says, look, I'll give him back to you if if everyone on Earth cries for Baldur's death. Um, and everyone did except for this old woman um, when Frigg approaches her. She's like, I will not cry for him. I don't care. And it was Loki in disguise. <laughs> uh, and, and uh, you know, so once again, like, you know, Loki, Loki does that thing. He's like, I want to belong. And so what I'm going to do to do that is the exact thing that's going to make them hate me. Um, he just sort of kicks himself in the pants over and over and you know this is the thing that kicks off ragnarok the the death the death of baldir and loki's part in it so eventually he will he will be captured by thor who makes uh loki tries to shapeshift into a salmon and Loki and uh, thor catches him in a net and they they tie him up in a cave they they tie him with the guts of his sons from Sagan. So like his his Asgardian children. They kill them and like as ropes use their guts of his sons. Whoa. And yeah, they are they are tortured. Like the gods don't look good in this either. Uh and they pose they post like a snake that drips poison onto Loki's face um as he's Ooh. tied up. And his wife Sagin, the ever faithful, um, holds this bowl under the the snake's mouth, and when it fills up, she has to go dump it. And in that space of time, Loki's screams of pain um, create earthquakes and shocks that reverberate through the world. He eventually escapes, goes down to hell, grabs the fingernail and toenail boat, and gets things going. Releases his children, Jormungand, Fenrir, and the you know the rest is ragnarok history um but i love his story it's the story of of the outsider he's funny he's charming he's um mercurial and sometimes wants good but his inability to i don't know his inability to just let things be proves his undoing and the undoing of the gods and the world and so it's 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 just really cool. His story is so lovely. So that's that's what I want to talk about tonight. It's just it's a really I mean there's he's he is the central figure in the myths. Like when you think about the the poems and the eddas that make up the cycle of Norse myth, Loki appears more than anyone else. Loki and Thor are the big two. Um everyone else seems to be bit players in their story. But it's kind of Loki's story in my opinion. So yeah, that's that's it. Wow. Sounds cool. Daniel, you made this so much more interesting for me. I know, and and I yeah. want to I want to quickly. I know that I, I have to correct myself, or else Stieg might. Um, I said Heimdall rides down to get Balder. It's not Heimdall; it's Hermod who does it. Odin gives him uh, Sleipnir to ride down in the underworld. Hermod is another like beloved god. Heimdall is busy; he's the guy guarding the bridge. So, but yeah, great. That's that's that it. is so neat.
Yeah. I encourage everyone to go read these, these myths. Um, Neil Gaiman has a new book out of Norse myths. It's just great. Hmm. I want to know what this book is because yeah, I love Neil, Neil, Gaiman, Neil Gaiman. Neil, Neil Gaiman has a book uh, that's his retellings of the whole cycle. A guy named Kevin Crossley Holland does um, a beautiful job of kind of revamping these these myths and updating them a little bit, but keeping them in their chronological order and everything that's great. Next week, I'm going to tell you a story that comes from uh, Holland, Crossley Holland about the end of of Loki's life uh, when he realizes that everything is done for him and the only thing left to a guy like Loki is to go to the bar and diss everyone in it. <laughs> yeah, so, I can't uh, wait. We'll, we'll read that story. It's called Loki's Flighting and it is bonkers. Oh, bananas. All right. Bana- like three bananas. Three bananas. Nice. Nice. Thank you so much, Daniel. I hope I didn't go on too long. It's it's a lot, and there's so much. Great. That was lovely. Lovely. Gives me a whole new appreciation for this guy. Yeah, me too. And I think people have watched enough MCU. They know the Marvel version of them. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I I was interested to know this piece. So, thank you. Yeah, I mean, Marvel, I think, really captures, and and it's Hiddleston, I guess, who does it, right? Like, Mm -hmm. like, captures that conflicted nature of him like i want to love these people and i hate them at the same time because i know they hate me and like i just you know like every time he's about to do something good he messes it up or he can't bring himself to do it and the movies i think capture that really well yeah you you can see uh slipping near how do you say it he also in the thor movie you get a shot of his uh the eight-legged horse in the mcu movie so sweet yeah they, they try to work in that stuff. Love it. Love it. So thank you for indulging me to talk about myth. It's one of my things that I like. That is awesome. Hey, I've got a, a little bonus to throw in here. Uh-oh. Well, because Daniel got me thinking. You know, he's talking about Loki, and that reminded me, we haven't done a From the Villains bookshelf in a while, right? Right. Have I talked about The Young Avengers 2013? Yes, this is related. You have Pro- not. Okay, this or, one. Probably. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe sort of okay. Well, we're officially talking about it now. The Young Avengers were really big in the early 2000s, but they did a, a reboot series in 2013. It was a standalone, little awesome series, and I wanted to showcase it. Not only because it awesome, I think it's I think it's their best story. It's my personal favorite, uh, but it also has the kid version of Loki in there. And don't don't balk at the fact that it's kid Loki. Loki is awesome in this, and just. Daniel, hearing what you said about him, like the conflicted relationships, the, you know, always pulling away from the people he's trying to get close to, you know, saving the day from the problems that he caused. That's all in this, all of it, um, along with many I, others. I feel, like, I feel like I do remember you talking about Kid Loki before. Okay. Yeah. Well, it was probably this one. Yeah. It's Young Avengers 2013. Really, really awesome series. And that's some of the universe's biggest questions, too. Like, um, what do you do, or how do you know that your reality warping boyfriend didn't just snap you into existence? Huh? Oh, Crazy yeah. stuff, hey? Hey. I'm pretty sure you can't know. <laughs> it's a conundrum. <laughs> <laughs> now, Steve, every time we talk about these things, we're doing it for a reason. We are. I There's got to be some reason you're making me talk about Loki tonight. Yeah, because we're going to talk about the fifth scenario in the Mad Titan Shadows box. All hail oh. King Loki. All hail. 
All hail. Yeah, so this is our final scenario out of the Mad Titan's shadow. I guess Loki was the Mad Titan's shadow because he's really the mastermind behind the whole campaign, right? Spoiler alert, but yes. Steve, do you remember how excited Mike was when this all went down? Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's like a kid at Christmas. There's no Loki. There's no Hella printed on the box. We don't know anything about that. And boom. Yeah. Yeah. You think think it's Thanos, but it's Loki. Yeah, which is great. Um, there are 21 total cards, 17 by title, and tonight we'll talk about the main scheme, the villain, and a couple cards that start and play. Um, Mike, usually uh, it seems like lately we've been having you do the main schemes. Why don't you start us off? <laughs> because I never do it. That's why. <laughs> Wait, isn't there an obligation you should read first, Steve? No, no, not this time. <laughs> He skipped out on the last one. I Loser. did. I did. No, because of you, was... we were stuck with Andrew. No, no, last that was two <laughs> times ago. Oh, I yeah, can't yeah. believe I missed yeah. Andrew. The yeah. last time was the time I was here, but I was kind of checked out. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah Valkyrie and stuff. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, um, but why, yeah. why don't you read the main scheme for us? Sure, I will read it this time. This is all hail King Loki. This is the main scheme one A contents Loki Infinity Gauntlet. Standard encounter set and two modular encounter sets. I'm actually really liking that. The two sets. Mm-hmm. Set up. Set each copy of the Loki villain aside. Each. Each. Put the War in Asgard side scheme into play. Shuffle the encounter deck. Reveal one set aside Loki villain at random. And then reveal the top card of the Infinity Stone deck. And on the B side, 12 threat per threat. Er, 12 threat per player threshold. Starts with one per player, goes up by one per player per round. Force interrupt. When a Loki is defeated, advance to a random set-aside Loki villain. If the number of Lokis in the victory display is equal to the victory condition, the players win the game. If the stage is completed, the players lose the game. Well, that's different. So the final scenario of the box is just a one main scheme thing? Yes, and I, I love this. It doesn't actually say how you win on the card. The number of Loki's victory displays equal to the victory condition. See rules insert. <laughs> <laughs> well, is that something you want to talk about now, Steve? Or do we, should we talk well, about I'll this? save it until next week. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, Let's... we can save it till next week. Let's talk about it now. Uh, yeah, That's let's talk about it now. Loki, Loki response there, Mike. Ooh. Let me tell you what I think. That does make me want to wait, but I'm not going to. Um... What we're going to do is we're going to end up reading five Loki cards and they tell us in the insert, they give us the suggested, uh suggested number of Loki villains that must be in the victory display for each mode of play. So Mm -hmm. it's not even a requirement. (laughs) So uh, if you're playing rookie mode, you just have to defeat one Loki. Standard is two, expert is three, and heroic is four. Four versions of Loki would be a very long game, I think. That's, uh, yeah. yeah. And can I just say thematically, it's brilliant that they do it this way because Loki's a shape changer. That's what he does. Yes. Yep. Love yep. this. So we're going to end up reading that each Loki has a victory point on it. So when he, they're defeated, they go. It, he goes to the victory display and you'll advance to a random Loki. And when a new version of a Loki enters play, you're going to transfer all attachments, status cards, counters, and tokens that were on the previous Loki 
to the new Loki. So that's damage as well. So you don't have to restart when you get a new Loki unless you defeated it, because when it's defeated, everything's removed, and then a new one comes out nice and fresh. So that's something to pay attention to. I'm almost disappointed by that, <laughs> but I guess it would be crazy. Yeah. If damage didn't transfer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we're going to read about some cards that say swap Loki with a random Loki. And if that happens, you're going to replace the Loki with a new Loki, but that doesn't cause a Loki to leave play or enter play or be revealed. And like I said, the attachments and status is transferred to the new one. And the Loki card that was swapped out should be set aside with the other remaining set aside versions of Loki. It'll get shuffled in and revealed later, right? Right. It could come right back out the next time something swaps. So, and because it keeps the tokens and stuff, and maybe we can talk about this later, Steve, it's like, other than sort of keeping you on your toes, not a lot is different. Yeah, I mean, each each Loki's different. So maybe we should uh, take a look at each different Loki, because that's really what's going to be the big thing. So, um, Steve, why don't you read the first one? Okay. Uh, (laughs) This is Loki. He's a unique villain with three scheme, one attack, Asgard and Mystic trait, Stalwart, and Victory 1. When defeated... Discard cards from the top of the encounter deck until a side scheme is discarded. Reveal that side scheme. 20 hit points per player. They all have 20 hit points per player, so that part stays the same. Okay, so this is the schemer. Three scheme. He puts out a side scheme. That's cool. Uh, But only when you defeat him. That's so easy to miss. Which parts, Mike? The uh, revealing the side scheme. Uh I don't know if that's that seems to be the one rule I, I am most likely to forget when I'm playing. That's funny. Deck. I was so excited to defeat him that it was the only thing I read. <laughs> yeah, that, they're all going to have a when defeated effect. Yeah. So, and they all have the same hit points, and they all have the same traits. So they all have victory points. So kind of, there's some consistency there. Um, they actually all have the same when defeated, Steve. They do. You are correct. How weird is that? That is weird. The great, the great schemer is a schemer no matter what. No matter where. Yeah. Well, so 20 hit points. 20 yeah. hit points per That's player. A lot. That's a lot. So imagine a four-player game where you decided that you wanted to kill all four Lokis. Or four of the five, I should say. Right, because you're playing some, heroic. Like, do some quick math. Uh, 80, uh, times uh. <laughs> 80 times four. 320. 320. 320 hit points in one game of death. And you're dealing 300 of them in the last turn. <laughs> That's heroic mode. So expert, <laughs> you only have to kill three of them. And standard, it's only two. Um, it is a lot, though. So Yeah. It's yeah. kind of like uh, Kang requires you to kill all three versions of Kang, no matter what you're playing on. Yeah. No, that's, cr- that's crazy talk. And you'll notice there's no expert version of Loki here. Uh, the expert comes in, you decide how hard you want it to be, right? Right. Yeah. Which I really appreciate from the designers that they did that. It's like, look, this is what like standard would look like. You would do too. But I think, I mean, yeah, Becky and Andy and I decided that we were done at two for sure. Two is good. Like we could have kept going. We could have kept going. We're like, nope. I feel like if you're going to do four, that fourth one's not going to be as interesting because he's just flipping between two forms. Yeah. Two is great, everybody. If you do two, you win. 
a legit delightful Standard. win. Yep. Well, Daniel, why don't you uh, tell us about the next one? Okay. I like to call this one weak Loki. <laughs> okay. Because I think he's got the lowest. I mean, he's just, he's just a guy. So Loki in his human form, though he's still Asgardian mystic, is one scheme to attack. Victory one. Uh, Loki's attacks gain piercing. He's got that same one defeated. He's going to go hunt out a side scheme. Um, but yeah, he he's the one that you want to see most often, actually. Yeah, I mean, piercings can be tough depending on who you're playing. but Sure, but his attack's not that high. That's your defense. Yeah, his scheme is tiny. Yeah, yeah. That's not the that's not the Loki I worry about. Fun fact: This is the Loki I'm least likely to draw. Well, <laughs> I think that's what we're all least likely to draw. Yeah, but Mike, I bet the next one you're most likely to draw. Go ahead, talk about uh, it. Actually, no. It's uh, really it's the, the last two I seem to draw consistently. This one, just occasionally. This is this is Loki. Everyone, Ooh. this is two two. This is impervious Loki. He's Asgard and Mystic. Victory one. Loki cannot take damage while a side scheme is in play. Crazy, eh? Crazy. You start Crazy. with a side scheme in play at the start of the game. So if he comes out early, there's one out. Yep. And if he, you defeated a Loki and then he comes out, you still have a side scheme in play. And there are some side schemes in the deck, which we'll get to next week. But there's uh, four side schemes that come with him. Not to mention what might be in the modular sets. Yep. Galactic Artifacts, you know. <laughs> wow, Galactic Artifacts and Loki would be painful. You think? Painful for the heroes. Let's do it. Uh, what's, it's, the, it's, yeah, what's the one that has what's four... What's the one that has all side schemes? Yeah. All side schemes and a card that triggers side schemes? Yep, that'd be a good yep. one. All right, well, Mike, you've dilly-dallied. What's the next Loki? Okay, the next Loki is probably the one I'm most likely to draw. This is... Stabby, stabby, Loki. Two scheme, one attack. Retaliate one. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. He, he just he pokes you. That's what he does. Yeah. Uh, just like the mischievous character he is. And then, yeah. Steve, there's one more, the hard-hitting one. This is Loki. Uh, yeah. One scheme, three attack. <laughs> Stalwart. Loki. Yep. Oof. Now all the realms will know Loki was born to rule. Oh no, I missed the other quote. Go for it. If it's war you want, I can give you one. Nice. So this Loki's got the Infinity Gauntlet in the art. Yeah. Which is cool, because he gets the Infinity Gauntlet at the start of the game. So that's neat that they show the art with that one. Oh wait, he has it in a different one, and a different one, and a different one. Oh my god! Uh, he's got him in three, four. All but the first one, which is a Marvel comic piece, and the rest have credited artwork, and he's wearing yeah. the gauntlet in all of them. Look at that. Yeah. We all remember the gauntlet, right? Permanent setup, artifact, weapon. After attached villain activates, resolve the special ability of each Infinity Stone in play. Steve, what what episodes, what issues can they go back and listen to, hear all about the Infinity Gauntlet? Clearly the one that I where I broke it. <laughs> yeah, right. You could go back to issue 124, Infinity Gauntlet, where we talk about it uh, in detail. So Ooh. if you go back there, you can learn more about it. Now, we did put an Infinity Stone into play during setup that Mike read us. So he starts the game with a stone out sure. and ready to go. Um, and he's plus one, plus one on all these stats that we've read. How do you... 
Steve, can yeah. you remind everyone how we know the Infinity Gauntlet even goes on a Loki? Right at the beginning, it says content Loki Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah. And Infinity Gauntlet says permanent goes on to the... Permanent and setup. Setup. Setup means it Permanent goes on and setup. Yep. Permanent means setup. you can't get setup it off. Setup means on to the villain. Yeah. Correct. Interesting. Yep. What about an environment with setup? It would be in play. Not attached to the villain. Well, by the, by the virtue of this card being an attachment card, it attaches to the villain. So. No, I want more clarity. I'm just going to put this card out in the middle of the table and have it do nothing. You just want more words on the card that you won't read. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I'm gonna I'm gonna go off a little bit here. I like that he has the Infinity Gauntlet for the story of the campaign that we have played because it is the culmination of the Infinity Gauntlet cycle, right? We start with the Power Stone way back at Red Skull getting it. Yep. But Steve, I, Steve, I love where you're going with this. Keep going. So thematically, for the story that we they have been telling for three campaign boxes, awesome. But if I want to just play Loki to just play Loki. I have to use the Infinity Gauntlet by the rules, and that can sometimes be a bummer. Because maybe you wanted to play Loki without the Gauntlet, you know, for some other story purpose or just a pickup game or something. So that part's kind of a little disappointing. Um, well, well, let me ask you this, Steve. Let's say you ignore that part of 1A. Do you lose anything? I think there's one card that might reference it. So Loki does have in his encounter deck several cards that target the Infinity Gauntlet. Several cards, okay. I think it's just two, like two copies of Infinite Mischief. I think are the Infinite only Mischief. One. Okay, if it is only Infinite Mischief, then yeah, you could yank yank them out and off you go. Yeah, I feel like I feel like it's easy enough. It's easy enough to do have a fun time with this Loki bouncing around these five forms. Doing all that Loki stuff, whatever with the gauntlet. Get get rid of the gauntlet. Do three do three different encounter sets. Okay, so wait. The problem is it's two treacheries, infinite mischief, but it's all four side schemes. Oh, and his effect is put a side scheme out. So all four of the interesting side schemes target the Infinity Stone deck. So oh. that's yeah, you get into trouble because I mean you'd have to mm. you'd have to pull those four side schemes out. Put in four different side schemes that don't. Yeah, no, I mean, you're I mean right. it's, it's doable, but you lose a lot of the story. War in Asgard, open the Bifrost, Madness in Midgard, Casket of Ancient Winters. Like these are Asgard themed Loki stuff. So, and they're That's related, true. and they all tie back to the Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah, they all uh, have a when defeated, reveal the top card, yeah. the Infinity Stone deck. So, and then, well, and then you you could skip that piece because there is more on that card. Replace it with uh, deal yourself a face down encounter card. Is that a reveal the top card in the Infinity Stone deck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that that would work. Yeah, easy peasy. All right, so we got some critical encounters house rules. Uh, chapter forty two, section three, paragraph nine. Oh, <laughs> uh, and ten, right? Because you can play nine and ten without yeah. the gauntlet, with the gauntlet, but no stones, so you get the stat boost. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, well, speaking there, of those side schemes you just mentioned, Steve, why don't you tell us about War in Asgard? Okay, so this is the side scheme that starts in play during setup. Loki's followers do battle with those still loyal to Odin. It starts with six threat Oof. and a hinder one per player. So it starts with seven in solo. Has an 
it has an acceleration icon, one boost icon, and the when defeated effect. Reveal the top card of the Infinity Stone deck. Swap Loki with a random set-aside Loki villain. Hmm. So right yep. off the bat, there's a swap Loki card out that you might want to get rid of because of the acceleration. Maybe? Uh, probably just because there's that Loki that you won't be able to hit yep. if there's a side scheme. So you'll want to get rid of this at some point. Which Loki? Oh, it's that Loki. Okay. Yeah, that one. Okay. Oh, the fat Grinch is in this artwork. Four o'clock, wallow in self-pity. Four thirty, stare into the abyss. Five o'clock, solve world hunger. Tell no one. Five thirty, jazzercise. Six thirty, dinner with me. I can't cancel that again. Seven o'clock, wrestle with myself. Loathing. I'm booked. Of course, if I bump the loathing to nine, I could still be done in time to lay in bed, stare at the ceiling, and slip slowly into madness. But what would I wear? The guy in the frozen card. Yes, he's one of the Warriors Three, uh, Volstag. Volstag. Yeah. And the other guy's in this one though too. What's his name? Uh, I don't remember his name. I don't remember the other guy's name. He's a bad boy. A fat cringe. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's interesting. So, can we talk about these five Lokis and them swirling around? Yeah. Like, so. because they keep the tokens, it almost seems kind of less interesting that they switch up. I mean, have you ever played in the campaign and you're like, Boy, I've prepped for this one Loki. I sure hope some other Loki doesn't show up. Other than the guy who can't get hit. Like, yes, does it actually. really matter that they switch around? Tell, tell me about that, Mike. Why? Uh, when you're playing solo and you flip to Alter Ego, and then Scheme Loki comes out. Yeah. yeah. So, it, so you're saying the switch the switcheroo is enough to kind of keep you on your toes, and and it's it's interesting enough that things get different in play. Yes, I would prefer that to losing the tokens because if they made it so that he you lost the tokens then he would switch as often and then it would be dull so i like what they did and i i play this a lot in solo and i think it works fine i haven't had enough experience with two three player to see how that scales well and two of the lokis have stalwart so if you have them stunned or confused when the new one comes out, they do lose those cards because Stalwart clears the stun or confused. That's true. Wait, why? Because they have Stalwart, and a Stalwart character loses a stun or oh, confused. I, I, I temporarily confused it in my mind with Steady. Sorry. Okay. Yep. 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 That's because you're not Stalwart. <laughs> true that, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I think the other one that can kind of mess you up if you're not ready for it is the retaliate one. If yep. you're kind of going with a lot of allies and stuff, like there's just more damage you have to deal with on those guys. Yeah, so. depending on the type of hero you are, if you're the type that gets in a lot of attacks and you've been ramping up for a good round, that can hold you back. Yeah. Well, no matter what, you're the type of hero that cheats. True. True. Cheaty heroes. I want to see that justice player play one way or another and then have that impervious loki come out <laughs> next round nice so well this is just the start of our loki discussion steve it Mike. is we got so much more to go right we'll be I mean, back we with loki like five cards yeah yeah <laughs>
Just when you thought you got Loki down, he's going to come back, everybody. Going to come back. Loki's back. Okay. Uh, nobody wants to hear me <laughs> sing. I do. Hey, they heard I me sing. sing. I asked you to <laughs> sing back up. I, I could have sang back up for you. All right, well. I don't know. I don't know the words. If we could get a loop of Steve going, ooh, 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 that's all I need. Hey, la, <laughs> hey, la. Yeah. I like hella, go. hella. Loki's back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, Mike, how did the good. <laughs> quick, <laughs> quick, quick. <laughs> Before Steve sings another line. <laughs> hey, la, de la. Email us at criticalencounterspod at gmail.com. We are Critical Encounters on Facebook. You can find our YouTube channel by searching for Critical Encounters Podcast or on Discord. We are Vardane, Big Foam Loaf, and Wandering Duke. If you like our show, tell your friends. If you don't like our show, tell your enemies. Loki, take us out. Mischief is a seed. Given time, it turns into mayhem. Loki's back. He's causing lots of trouble, Ayla. Ayla, Loki's back. You better think fast, cause he's causing lots of trouble, Ayla. Ayla, Loki's back. He's now the king of Asgard. Odin got home, Ayla. Ayla, Loki's back. They got him chained up in the fortress of Mr. Orn, Ayla. Ayla, Loki's back. Hey, the staff gave him crown, oh yeah. He's glowing, he rose down. He's worked this scheme all for such a long time. Ayla, Ayla, Loki's back. Now he's getting his head turned to shout. Ayla, Ayla, Loki's back. And if you think you got him licked, you're under a delusion. Ayla, Ayla, Loki's back. Then you drop it, merely glanced off an illusion. Ayla, Ayla, Loki's back. Oh! He's gonna be a bother, hell yeah! One way or another, couldn't you see? He's more than just a misery, he's the final boss. He's got the storms to prove it, infinity. Loki's back, he's stealing up the whole show, Ayla. Ayla, Loki's back. Spoiler alert, he was the Mad Titan Shadow, Ayla. Ayla, Loki's back. Yeah, Loki's back. La 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 la, Loki's back. With godlike stamina, Loki's back. How many forms does he have? He's an almighty entity, the devious sorcery. Yeah, 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 yeah. Loki's back. Loki's back. Oh, Loki's back now. Know that he's the coolest. Hey, uh, hey, uh, Loki's back. Oh, look. He's brought along Enchantress. Hey, uh, hey, uh. Loki's back. Hey, uh, hey, uh, Loki's back.